saw one of the F-15s cross from left to right, and then I looked back down. When I looked back up, he was he was on top of us, like at about two o'clock. And I didn't know till I got the video out of our airplane that my guy tried to lock onto him, turned away, and then turned back. Yeah. But then we got on top. We we were almost colliding, so my guy turned left. So it cut into the fuselage and caught him on fire. Then the guy wrote me a note. He says, I'm going to try it in landing configuration. If we lose control, we check. And he had it on the line three or four times. And I thought, okay, yeah, right, okay. And he passed this back to you. Passed this back to you. Man, you came within inches of dying that day. Yeah. I mean, just inches. This guy threw a Coca-Cola bottle. Hit Petey right beside the head. I seen him when he threw it. And I told uh, Richard, I said, uh, I said, you know who that guy was? He said, no. I said, see that guy standing right over there? Richard went over and nailed the daylights at him. <laughs> People just throwing things, okay? And like I said, I wound up getting hit upside the head or behind the back of the head. And so somebody pointed out, that's the guy that throwed it. So, uh, you know, he didn't throw no more balls, okay? <laughs> <laughs> And years later, he probably stood in line to get your autograph. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> See, there was going to be a big preparation of crew because somebody's going to get their ass whooped. Earnhardt's car blows up. Earnhardt blows the tire in turn number three. My my deal was that I was going to take chocolate, okay? Because chocolate was the biggest and the ugliest, okay? <laughs> Derek Culp down to the inside. Terry Labonte second as Dale Earnhardt slides back into the fourth position. I said, y'all give me chocolate. When he comes up here, y'all just let me have chocolate, and y'all take the rest of them. Four-car shootout to decide it all. But it didn't happen that way, and chocolate and them didn't come, and uh, the rest is history. Okay, here's what happened. I'm going to throw a bunch of people in this. All right, so we had a... I'm just going to say a substantial pull in the garage area on a weekly basis. And you would put your money in and whoever won, you would draw a number and whoever won the race, they won the pool. And these are substantial pools. These are not $150 pools. These are not $15 pools. These are, these are substantial. This isn't a press box no, pool. No, this is not. This is a substantial pool. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. There were days that you could run in the top 10 during that time at a cup race and make more money in the pool than you could run in the top 10. Okay? <laughs> Hello, my name is Rick Houston. History is made by ordinary people going out and accomplishing extraordinary things. You might laugh. You might shed a tear. Together, we will unpack the untold stories that make up our sport's rich history. This is the glorious white-knuckled, God-fearing, spun-out-and-half-turned-over racing stories podcast. Buckle up. We're just getting started. Go listen and follow the glorious white-knuckled, God-fearing, spun-out-and-half-turned-over racing stories podcast now. Available on DirtyMoMedia.com and all major podcast platforms. <laughs>